You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 24 of Bizarre Buffet. Mm. And for five dollars, you can see my feet. For five dollars, you can see Jennifer Wilson's feet and, and for toes. Five dollars and one cent, you could see my feet. I would recommend not paying the extra <laughs> one cent. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. But twenty-four episode twenty-four. Episode twenty. Do you remember when us. you were twenty-four? Do I remember when I was twenty-four? Not really. I don't know what I was doing. Part of me rem- thinks it was a good year. I don't. I think it was a Does good year. Does it feel like it was a good year? Yeah. All right. We'll go with that. We'll go with it. I'm fine with that. When I was 24, I drank a lot of PBR beer and Yingling. Uh, oh. And I was cheap a lot date, huh? mm. Yeah, I was a cheap date. Wow. So while we're talking about the past, I would love to know, um, you know, did mm. you ever collect anything yes actually i have tell us jennifer wilson um well i have a bunch of things i collected but the one thing like i remember um do you ever remember whenever you would go to an amusement park or you would stop at a rest stop and you would put like a coin into a machine and then you would crank it and the coin Um, would stretch out and like there'd be a little design yeah i used to do those those are so cute yeah you put like a penny or a quarter yeah when I went to Disney when I was a kid, I did that at like every little stop that you could stop at. And I remember having a little book that actually when you opened it, you had little slots to put the coins in. That's so fucking cute. But then um, I got rid of it because I was like, what am I going to do with those? Oh, I'm just going to hold on to it and just all this, like. All these stretched out pennies. What am I going to do with these? <laughs> well, um, this is like a quick, quick side note and then we'll move on. But like, do you know that. I know somebody who went to Disney jail. Speaking of Disney. Really? Yeah. What is Disney jail? Yeah, what's Disney jail? Like you, well, well uh, I know someone who's like, I think his, he told me his aunt and uncle like banged on one of the rides because it got. Did they go to Disney Ooh. jail? Probably. No, I just know that they were banned from Disney for life. <laughs> it was like on um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Walt Disney <laughs> came was, from the grave and was like, you're bad. I guess the ride just like stopped. And they were stuck. Oh, it broke oh, down. And they just started banging and got uh, caught. And, oh, ooh, God. Sounds like a good The time. Disney police. Well, but yeah, what is Disney jail? Please tell us. So um, I feel like I can mention her name, but she, uh, but I won't. Um, she is an avid listener. Um, I work with her. And oh, <laughs> I think I know who it is. But Yeah. But so we're going to say hello secretly. Um, but she told me that her sister and a friend of hers ended up going to Disney jail because they ended up buying Disney tickets at this random place. And they were, and I guess it was kind of like, you know how Ticketmaster back in the day, you would buy like fake concert tickets by accident. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. So her and her friend bought fake tickets unbeknownst to them. So they went to Disney jail when they got there and they, yeah. And they were like, how did you get these? They were like, what did you do? What are you trying to do? They were like really intense about it. Oh my God. Yeah. As if Disney doesn't get like a billion dollars a minute. I know. And they interrogated them like 
like no joke. And then after all that was said and done and they were like, I guess they're innocent. They gave him like a free lunch at Disney. And I mean, my question as well. But yeah. wait, I want to know what Disney jail is. Do they put you behind bars and there's like Mickey Mouse and Minnie and the <laughs> gang on the wall? Like plastered on the wall in the back. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so it's like, like a gift shop when if, you leave the prison. If any, yeah, they take a picture of you in the cell and yeah. then you they're go like, to the gift shop and like, it's like, oh, look, there I am in the prison cell. Exactly. They're I, like, you almost went to jail, you son of a bitch. Unpopular opinion. I don't get the Disney shit. I don't either. I never, ever. No, I don't either. I mean, into it. I'm you sorry. Know, you know, I are going to lose a lot of listeners. We are. And you know what? Listen, everybody. This is your mother speaking, um, or father, depending on your preference. You know, don't listen to Mark. Disney is fine. We also don't want Walt coming after us. I mean, but then I would go to the Star Wars situation. Oh, but that's amazing. The Star Wars world is amazing. Can I tell you guys a really sad story? I cheated about Disney. Can I tell you? Can I bring everybody's mood down real quick? Um, I never went to Disney. And I was supposed to as a child, but my dad died and we never went. That's a true story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> God, that, that brought the mood down really yeah. quick, but that's what I'm good at. I'm relatable. You are relatable. Yeah. What, um, you could be more relatable by sharing, uh, something you have collected okay. over the years. So aside from scalps, I, <laughs> <laughs> of my enemies, um, Mark and I, well, I mean, now that we've been living together for a long time, um, the collection has grown, but I mean, I guess it started out with vinyl records mm-hmm. and I know you collect records I sure, too. I sure do. Which right? by the way, I'm actually in the hunt for a nice vinyl table Ooh. with something on the bottom to store my records. I want to be able okay. to display them. All right. So, so anyone that's. You suggestions, know, anybody? Suggestions yeah. or yeah. anyone selling any furniture? Let us mm. know. Yeah, let Facebook us. Facebook market. Listen, we are avid Facebook marketers here. We sure are. I've found most of the things on Facebook Marketplace, but um, aside from that, like we like collecting weird lamps, um, DVDs. Your serial killer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. serial serial killer related art. Um, Postmodern furniture. Yes, postmodern furniture, but on a budget. We're not mm-hmm. those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mark? Well, quite a few things. I did dabble in Pokemon cards where I had a holographic Charizard, oh. but it wasn't first edition, so it's worth nothing. But oh. were they banned from your school? I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but well, he went to a Christ school, so everything was stupid Catholic school. Of course, it was. Did you go Um, to a Christ school for a hot second? Okay, I'm sorry. I think I went from like (laughs) pre-K to second or third grade, and then my mom was like, "This is bullshit." This there's a public school around the corner. There's a public school around the corner. I am not paying this this fucking money anymore. But I think more interestingly is I collected pogs. Oh yes, and pogs. I had pogs. I, I never had knew. so many. I had a whole album of pogs I and think it, you still have them. I don't still you? have it. You're and a pog, Mark Lustein. I'm not a pog, you're a pog. 
You're a Jenga. But I the am coolest, a Jenga. the coolest I pogs Jenga. that I had were, um, you remember the books Goosebumps? Yes, Goosebumps. Well, the pogs were the different Goosebump book covers. Yes. Oh. She was so dark at she age was. nine. So we're talking about collecting and collectibles. So, yeah. Mark, tell us a little bit about this special guest that we have today. Yeah, Mark. Absolutely. All right, guys. So our special guest today, his name is Joshua Matthews. And he is an avid doll collector, and he's been collecting dolls for his entire lifetime. I feel like he's going to have to advise me because I have a Shirley Temple doll in a trunk with all of her outfits from every movie. And I I don't know what to do with it. Oh, my God. I bet he would totally. He absolutely will be. Oh, he's going to be the right person. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, he also Joshua also has a podcast called A Man and His Dolls, and it's available on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Mm -hmm. a lot of the platforms that Bizarre Buffet is on. Yeah, wherever you listen to us, pretty much. Yeah. And um, his Instagram handle is Josh Matthews thirty eight sixty seven. So if you go on his Instagram, you can actually see photos of his doll collection. He posts videos. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting is that he has a model head of Brooke Shields. Oh. And what you do, it was like manufactured. Uh-huh. And what you do is that you, I guess you can like play with the hair and give like Brooke Shields, like different makeover things. Um, aside from that, a uh, fun little fact about Josh, his first word was doll. What? Yeah. That's so cool. That is awesome. Yeah. And it reminds me of the Helen Keller movie. Uh, what's it? What's when that? she signs doll. Miracle yes. Worker. Miracle, the Miracle Worker. Miracle Worker. D-O-L-L. Doll. Also C-U-P. Cup. And a lot of people don't know who Helen Keller is, which is like an abomination because she's like iconic. Who doesn't know who Helen Keller is? For the millennials out there listening that don't know, Helen Keller was a woman that was born blind and deaf and she like overcame a lot of obstacles she was an activist and she learned how to speak using like the vibrations in her throat braille braille sign language and, and she uh, met i think she met uh roosevelt president roosevelt there's like pictures of her with him wow the movie so, miracle worker was very good yeah patty duke is helen keller yes and Anne bancroft who was also in a film lipstick and she defended rape victims Okay, well, Joshua's collection of dolls also ranges from dolls that were from the 1800s to like that 1950s, 1960s, you know, like mod Barbie situation to current dolls that are currently in production now. Mm hmm. Um, and aside from doll collecting, he also restores and repairs dolls. And he has a long wow. list of celebrity clients. And wow. um, I know personally that he does dabble in some unusual doll situations. Oh. Which he's going to share with us. I am so I'm so excited. excited for this. Now, I remember, I'm so glad that he's joining us because I remember he actually, um, his podcast, like, you know, he followed us on Anchor and, you know, I think we became friends on Instagram and I was like, this guy is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love anyone who has a, like a direct, like, this is my passion. I love this at whatever emotion or thing it evokes. So 
I think it's really cool that he's uh, joining us to talk about all of it. Yeah, and you know, I don't know much about dolls. I listened to an episode of his podcast. I always wanted I them was... as a little boy. Oh, yeah. Well, you should start. But maybe, like, your well, birthday is coming up in two weeks, yeah. so you yeah. never know. Right. Well, you should consult Josh and get me something good because I don't want no fucking. I'm going to look now as we talk. But I found his podcast (laughs) to be really interesting and informative. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know anything about dolls or collecting dolls, but it really held my attention for the whole episode. So, yeah, we put it on and we were listening to it. And I mean, he is very engaging as a person. And you can tell that, like, the passion and knowledge is Mm -hmm. there. And like when I hear him or when I heard him speaking of um, like dolls and, you know, collecting or the process of styling them. I was like, wow, I can relate to the things he's saying because I think everyone or at least a lot of people have something that they're very passionate about that they could go on about for a long time, whether it's video games or mm-hmm. collecting dolls or movies or posters. So yeah. everyone, welcome Josh to Bizarre Buffet. Hello, hey, Josh. Josh. Hello. (laughs) So, Josh, um, I would love to hear, right, about um, your collection of dolls right now and what it consists of and kind of how long you've been in the game for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been collecting, honestly, my entire life. Um, And people think, oh, you can't be collecting all your life, but it's actually in my baby book that my first word was doll, not mom or dad, much to the disappointment of my parents. That's awesome. It's okay. My first word was Elmo. (laughs) Aw. I remember when the first Elmo doll came out. I'm 42. I I do have an original Elmo doll myself, so yes. Is it a tickle one or is it a normal one? Oh, it's a normal one. It's just not, it's not, it's like way before Tickle Me Elmo. This like was a... Nineteen ninety oh. Elmo. Oh, G Elmo. Oh, that's yeah. like the first first. Yep. Elmo. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Before the controversy. Exactly. Uh. Yes, the controversy. I don't know. Yes. I wanted Elmo to tickle oh. me, but he didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> So um you say that you've been collecting dolls like since like it was in your baby book. Yeah, I've had dolls my entire life, mm-hmm. and I've been restored. I've always taken care of them and like restored and repaired them. I've only been doing it as like a small home business for like twenty five plus years, okay. and cool. I it just I love taking care of things and like taking something that looks like a complete dumpster fire <laughs> and then bringing it back to looking as close to as new or as perfect as I can. It's just a lot of fun for me to see it like come back to life. That's that's it scares incredible. most people, but no, I think yeah. that's beautiful. I think that's really yeah. awesome because I've like heard Thank of you. I've heard of doll hospitals before, um, mm-hmm. like places where you can actually take your dolls to be restored. So that's yeah, kind of that's kind of dying thing. Sorry. No, that no, that's fine. But that's kind of I mean, what you've been doing for twenty five years, like you are a, a one man. You know, it's your show. You are the doll hospital for a lot of people. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, most doll hospitals that were around were usually run by like, were just a mom and pop shop. They were run usually by like a husband and wife team or just one person. Mm -hmm. I know of one main doll hospital that's still in full functioning and that's in New York. And it's one of the oldest in the country. Wow. Wow. They've been doing, they've been doing doll repairs since the 1940s. Whoa. Well, speaking of like old time stuff, I know a lot of your dolls, you said that they stem from like the 1800s to current. 
Yes. So can you walk us through maybe some of like the highlights in your collection that are your favorite? Yeah. Like what are the things that like you would, I don't know, cut somebody if they ever came near it? You know, like what are the things that are, you're like, this is coveted. Like I would never sell it. I would never do anything. Well, that is, uh, that I can answer real quick. (laughs) I have one set of dolls and they're actually, they actually have no monetary value to anyone but me. But they were a their pair of Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls that my mom oh, and I made together Raggedy when I was little. Oh my God, that's and beautiful! I, she made them from a pattern, and I got to pick out everything about them. So they're not traditional. Like my Raggedy Ann has bright or has dark, like burnt orange hair, and Andy has brown hair. <laughs> and I, me and my mom made them. Like I helped her pick everything out, and they've gone everywhere with me. And. <laughs> They are they are my favorite things in my collection, and those are things that people touch or get near. I'm like no 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 no, yeah, like get <laughs> your paws away. They, they've been exactly. <laughs> those dolls have been socially distant since before COVID. Yeah, they've been <laughs> yeah. like they're like they're they're at a point now because they were so loved, well loved as a kid. Like I can't repair them because like right. if I do anything to them, they'll they'll just disintegrate. So they just mm-hmm. sit on a shelf. And I adore them. <laughs> <laughs> that is, no, so, that's that's wonderful because I think also like with collecting or when people hear that someone is a collector, whether it be, I mean, dolls or old telephones or like, you know, a million and one different things, you know, it always okay. kind of goes to like, oh, something that's valuable and like in terms of like monetary value or, you know, that seems to be the main, the key thing. So it's really nice to hear. Of, yeah. A lot of collectors only collect because they think it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to make a million off of this. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've done evaluations for people's collections. And it's always the same thing. I bought all of these happy holiday Barbies for Mike so I can sell them when my daughter goes to college. <laughs> and to find out there's only one holiday, no, two holiday Barbies that are worth any money oh, anymore. No. The rest of them. Well, can I? And they're like, you don't have them, lady. Well, can I tell you? <laughs> Can I tell you, so my, my grandmother was a huge hoarder and Mm -hmm. she used to just like buy shit over the years and just have boxes and boxes put aside. And every year she would just like pull shit out. Sounds like me. (laughs) And like whatever she felt like giving us for Christmas, she would give us for Christmas. Well, when she passed away, like 10 years, 10 or so years ago, we were like going through her house and I found there were three boxes with my name on it and they were all porcelain dolls that I was like kind of stuck with. I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with these? (laughs) And they were dolls, they were like the 13 original colony dolls. I don't even know what, you know what I'm talking about? Each doll was from an original colony. Oh wow. I've never heard of Yeah, those are Franklin Mint. They were Franklin Mint dolls from 19, I believe 1985 to 1987 is when they made those. Oh, Josh, you are a plethora. I love you to death already. And I think I got rid of them at a garage sale. (laughs) Yeah, they're worth almost worth nothing. Oh, Oh, there you go. So the garage sale was appropriate, Jen, I think, in your case. The only porcelain dolls that are worth anything anymore are like actual antique dolls from the 17 and 1800s Mm. all the way up to like 1920. Those are the porcelain dolls that are actually worth anything. So from like hoop skirts to flappers. (laughs) Skirts to flappers. (laughs) So Josh, about how many dolls do you think exist in your current collection? 
Oh God. Uh, <laughs> a rough estimate yeah. is fine. Rough estimate. Honestly, probably over a thousand. Wow. Yes. That is awesome. I have, I have very few on display cause I have, I, I keep, I like to have them in my room mm-hmm. and I'm like that, that also creeps people out to know. <laughs> um, and I go through phases, like I'll, I'll, I change things out because I, you know, like anybody with any collection, you get kind of bored with certain things. So I swap things out. Like right now my bedroom is filled with nothing but heads, styling heads. And <laughs> What's your most like notable doll that's being displayed in your room right now? Oh, that just the one that just sticks out to you. That sticks out the most to me are probably my Palatoy. Uh, they're called Girls World Styling Heads. They're from England and made by a company called Palatoy. And they were never sold in the U.S. I had to buy them all from Europe. And they were like, they were like prop. They were try. They tried to make them to be like proper like educational tools for little girls, except they came with like wild make. Like were they like American girl dolls? Oh no, these were, these were supposed to be girls, like doll, they're, the heads are supposed to be like the ages of a 16 to 16 to 21 year old girl. Mm. They're almost full size human heads. You can pull their hair and their hair would grow so you could style it. And I have, I have four of the basic versions and the rare brunette one. Those are my favorites. And then my other favorites are my antique actual cosmetology heads. Oh my God! How how old are the antique ones? Uh, the oldest one I have is a hundred years old. She's from nineteen twenty, I think. Yeah, nineteen twenty. Wow. She came out in nineteen nineteen. Wow! You and know, she's all wood <laughs> and she has human hair. Sounds like me, all wood and human hair. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> That's so cool. And you know, when I was in cosmetology school, we created, I mean, and now this is a throwback. We created a MySpace page for um, the mannequin. No, I'm, I'm being totally a thousand percent serious. Um, her name was like on the mannequin. It was called Debbie Mannequin. So, oh, I have one of those. You have, see, Josh knows. Yes. So Deborah Mannequin, <laughs> Deborah Mannequin had a MySpace page and now I don't know. We and the guy that was in my class, his name was Tom. Tom created buttons for her and it said Debbie, like in kind of like, you know, block print. And it was just like a very black and white kind of Dietrich look, you know. But I just Ah. I love Debbie and I have an affinity for her because she had a MySpace. Every time I hear Debbie, I can't help but think of Adam's family values. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's one of my favorite people. Joan Cusack and that character. Oh, my God. She is the best. All right. Oh, yeah. So, um, Josh, we're going to get a little more into, like, the bizarre right now. Um, Okay. The bizarre chapter, right? Because it's Bizarre Buffet. So, Josh, I would love to hear about you know, the most unusual doll situation that you've encountered, whether it's a doll restoration that you've done or a doll that you've come across and, you know, collecting, what would be like the most unusual like doll situation you've come across? Any Annabelle's or Robert the doll? Chucky's. Conveniently conveniently enough, uh, I have kind of an Annabelle situation of a doll I restored uh, probably 10 or so years ago 
And I actually talked about, I actually told this, I tell the story to a lot of people and it freaks them out. So 10 or so years ago, I think it might be longer. I was contacted online via my old Facebook page. This woman in New Orleans, she contacted me wanting me to restore this antique Armand Marseille porcelain doll. She said it was really rough shape because she had, the doll had miraculously survived Hurricane Katrina. Oh, Oh, wow. So I'm like, I'll do what I can. And she's like, great. She sent her to me. I got her. It was a complete disaster. I mean, her hair had, her hair was all off. She was had a lot of water damage. And so I had to clean, do a deep clean and clean it. And the hair was, it's all those antique dolls like that all had human hair wigs. And I had to use the hair that they had sent to make her a new wig. And I was, that was fine with that. And I was like, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be fun. And, you know, I'll make a little money off of it. And so I got it. I was working on it. She was a nightmare to work on. But then I finished her and I contacted the person and they like dead silent. Oh no. And nothing. Oh and my God. So about probably about a month after I had finished her and I've been waiting, I start noticing that with my, I was with my ex at the time and he and I started noticing things that in the house, like we would hear things. We would never see anything, but we would hear things that we hadn't heard before. Oh. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we, after a while, we started finding things. And I even documented this on my old Facebook page. We would found on our TV stand little tiny footprints. No, stop they, it. They weren't doll footprints. They, weren't doll footprints. Oh. they were like child footprints. Oh, oh. God, even creepier. And so I'm like, okay. And he started freaking out. He was just like, I think it's that doll. You need to get her the hell out of this house. And I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Like, I'm trying to get paid. I'm waiting. (laughs) Yeah. And so we, we go to Vegas for a weekend and we came back and our entire house was trashed. We thought we were robbed. No. Yeah, we weren't. Like all of my, all of our like magazines and books were shredded, torn to pieces, thrown everywhere. Just there was a mess. It was horrible. And the police couldn't find anything or do anything. And then we go to my doll room. I used to have a doll room and everything in the doll room, all the doll's heads were turned completely backwards. The doll was turned backwards. Oh my my God. So I'm just like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's the doll. (laughs) I think we, I again, try to contact the, the lady and still nothing. I contacted her. I try. I sent her instant messages. I had her home address, as I think the return label. I tried emailing her, met, uh, sent her an actual letter, and I wasn't going to send the doll back because I put all this work into it and I wanted to get paid. Hell yeah! I don't blame you. <laughs> so it so it kept on happening, and I finally just took a stance. I said, "Look, I'm like you cannot keep wrecking." things in my house mm-hmm. like i don't want to see you i don't want to hear you <laughs> you can hang out in my doll room if you want but other than that stop it yeah if not i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out the doll 
And because it's never a doll that's haunted, it's always something attached to the doll. Whenever people tell me that there's haunted dolls, I'm like, it's not the doll, it's what's ever attached to right. it. Mm-hmm. And so that went on. I had her for about two months. Oh and my God. We, would, we would hear things and see things. Worst well, after about two ever. months, yeah. So after about two months, the daughter of the woman who sent me the doll contacted me. And she was beyond apologetic. And she's like, my mother sent her to you to have you repair it. But after a while, we decided just to, like, leave it. Because now this is where it gets bizarre and creepy. Oh, God. Turns out the doll did survive Hurricane Katrina. But they they neglected to tell me that the doll was buried with one of their distant relatives. Oh, God, no. Oh my oh, God! Jesus. So they um, had to move. Mm-hmm. So did they exhume the body to get the doll out? No. What oh. had what had happened was is when the Hurricane Katrina hit, a lot of the graves in New Orleans, since they're all above ground, flooded, and they had gotcha. to rebuild the crypt that that their their family Ooh. crypt, and they pulled the doll out. And like we should have it restored and keep it on the family mantle. Great. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Wow. Yeah. That's really. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. And the part that still makes me a little bit nauseous to this day is the hair I used was the hair from the little dead girl. They didn't tell me that either. So I I was sitting there having to make this wig out of of a dead little girl's hair. But you didn't realize it was a dead girl's hair? No, he wouldn't have known. I had no idea. They didn't tell me anything. They just said that it was a family heirloom. They wanted it restored. It was truly a family heirloom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Down to the hair. So what was the final outcome? Did you send the doll back? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like, well, you're going to take the doll back. And she's like, well, I understand. I'm like, plus, you're going to pay me. Yeah. You're going to pay me extra because this is what happened at my house. And she's like, we had a feeling the doll was haunted because our dogs would never stop barking at it. Like, oh, they wouldn't come in the same room. But oh, so excuse me. You thought it was a good idea to send it to me, you evildoers. God. <laughs> I told the girl flat out, I'm like, your mom is a, is a real piece of work. I'm like, she's a real bitch. Like, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, really, it's like, listen, you don't drop your annoying child off to somebody here. Like, oh, they're really good here. Deal with them. You know, I mean, I mean I, everything was cleaned and sanitized. But when I'm working, <laughs> like if I'm making a wig, I'm using both hands. And sometimes I have to like hold hair in my lips yep. while I'm working oh. on hair. Yeah. No. And I'm just like. <laughs> oh, Josh, I'm uh, sorry. I know. So and, what, went, mm-hmm. what went from being a $300 repair job went to $1,000. Hell yeah. Because I'm like, you're going to pay me for pain and suffering because of what I went yes. through. <laughs> yeah, they were totally understanding. I'm like, 
good. Yes. <laughs> understand a- that. Absolutely. Please, oh please God. understand that um, <laughs> put me in a really interesting position here. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a little yeah. bit morbid, so I'm going to ask this question. But, like, do you know mm-hmm. how long the doll was in the grave for? Oh, yeah. The little girl I do know died in 1904. Oh, shit. Oh, really wow. is an Annabelle situation. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I mean, it makes perfect sense. The doll was, you know, taken from the grave and her hair was in it. So I, I would assume that that would be justification for a haunted situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? I love creepy dolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, they love you. They do. <laughs> People are like. People tell me all the time, like, don't you get a, aren't you afraid of the, aren't you afraid of having all those eyes looking at you? Aren't you afraid they're going to uprise and kill you? And I always tell them, like, no, because I'm the one who takes care of them. Absolutely. But like, listen, they don't, they don't go for the person who loves them and actually looks after them. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm the lighthouse keeper for them. They better not come for me. (laughs) When Annabelle gets her makeover, she's going to you, girl. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh my. Annabelle doll, the actual Raggedy Ann doll. Did I've been you? to I, I I got to years and years ago I got to go to the Warren <gasps> Museum. Oh, I'm so and I jealous. Got to see her in person. Wow. It was so cool. It's hard to describe that place because there is such a heaviness when you walk into that room. I mean, it really does. It feels like you're walking into like like a sauna that's been running at full blast. It's not so much the heat, it's just like that intense pressure. Yeah, no, I it's I totally so trippy. Get I totally get that. Yeah, can you tell us anything else that you might have encountered that's like strange and unusual? Well, I think the weirdest thing I've ever like outside of the the haunted Armand Mercedes doll. I think the weirdest doll anyone's ever contacted me about restoring uh, <laughs> was from the Museum of Tolerance. Oh. They had a they had, they had a, not so much a doll, but it was an article of clothing, a vest that was made from human skin, and they asked if I could somehow fix it. Oh. And I wow. was like. I'm out of human skin. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Like it's a really oh. you need a really thick sewing needle, I'm sure. Oh yeah, some buffalo uh, bill. No, human skin is very. It's well, once it's tanned right, you can sew through it with just a normal like darning needle or a leather needle. Ooh, oh, wow, good to know. <laughs> well, well, now I know what to do with all that extra skin I have in the closet. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna embroider live laugh love on <laughs> live a, laugh love on a nice piece of human flesh. <laughs> yes, we'll make it a nice kitchen. Your <laughs> chair and lamp. Your chair and lamp. Yes, <laughs> like oh, it matches. It goes with the decor. You know, I I was on your Instagram and I really got a kick out of the Brooke Shields styling head. She was one of the hardest to find styling heads. I've been searching for her for probably 15 years. As soon as I found out that she existed and there's so like one randomly showed up on eBay and the person had her for like this ridiculous price because she's worth quite a bit, but... I talk, I became friends with them. I talked to them, and they knocked her down quite a bit. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> she was she was never ever open. Oh, so that is like 
something coveted that's beyond coveted because it's like pristine, never touched or messed with. Now, I have a question for you, Josh. If mm-hmm. I was to tell you that I had a Danbury Mint Shirley Temple doll. I feel like mint is involved. It's in, worth nothing. In the tr- with I'm the, sorry. I'll let you go. In the trunk with all of her clothing, every outfit. In, how much in a, do you think I could get for oh, it? Oh, the costume, Shirley. Yes. I love Josh. Yeah, that one, came out in, that one came out in 88, 88 to 19. How much do you think I can clearly. get for it? <laughs> the doll by herself, probably 40 to $50. Aww. <laughs> well, now, keep in mind. I had a mind, feeling that was coming. The, the outfits are worth more than the doll. Oh. Um, sure. There are collectors who, who have the original Shirley Temple dolls from the thirties and she's an 18 inch. The one you have is an 18, 18.5 inch doll and her outfits fit the 18 to 20 inch Shirley dolls from the time period, from the original time period, because the original Shirley. And so your outfits, depending if they're in the packaging, if they still have the, the tissue paper wrap on, you can sell the outfits anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars, depending on the outfit and what movie it's from and whatnot. Now, what if they're not in the original box? Then you're. If they're not in the original box, and if they're clean and they have all the accessories with them and everything, you could still get between twenty to forty-five dollars per outfit, depending on the person. They're only they only have value if someone's willing to pay for them. Right. Yeah. That's what I said about my firstborn child. <laughs> Just kidding. That was another. I, I don't have children. I'm kidding. Another gift from grandma over the years, and you know she always added to. I, I was a Shirley Temple fan. Don't look at me like that, Mark. No, I'm not looking. Shirley at you. Temple. Shirley Temple dolls. They usually, unless it's like the newer stuff, all Shirley Temple things usually still hold. They hold their value very, very well. I was a she, fan of hers. Josh. She was she's she was such a wonderful woman. She's such an icon. Aww. I love her. And my every like every Christmas and birthday, like my grandma always added an outfit to the doll. That's really cute though. But see, it's with memorable the movie. It's, with the movie too. I got the movie and the dress. But you know what? See, mm-hmm. it, it's memorable things like that where I feel like kind of similar to like Josh's story earlier. Now, like you may not have been particularly close to your grandmother, or like this may not apply to everybody, but a lot of people have these specific, maybe nice things that are yeah, associated with, absolutely. you know, certain items, and that's where the value comes into play. So, I mean, eBay may not appreciate Shirley Temple as much as you thought, but you might have more value in her. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, eBay, eBay's touchy, tricky. Like, I, I have a love hate. Like, I do not sell on eBay because I, they're, they're evil. I sell on a thing on an app called Mercari. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, you know, and I feel like real, like the authentic, like legit collectors sell on things that aren't eBay. Um, You know, like I have to say, Facebook Marketplace is my jam for so many different things. Thank you. See, we have an episode about Facebook Marketplace Mm -hmm. um, objects that were bizarre. Mm hmm. That yeah. we came across, and yeah. you would love it. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't wait for that one. I, I love it. I was trying to buy a doll on Facebook Marketplace last year. This some somebody here local made 
I wish I saved the picture. They made a handmade Steve Buscemi doll. Oh, oh stop God, it stop. right now. <laughs> I would buy that in a heartbeat. I wanted to. They're like twenty dollars. I'm like, yes. And I, I contacted them for a week and they were like, Oh, we, we can meet tomorrow. We can meet tomorrow. You know how it goes. Yeah. And, and I wanted that thing so bad because, like, do you remember those old Bugs Bunny cartoons when he would meet that mad professor and he and he had the bug eyes? It looked just like that. Oh, my God. Stop. And I'm like, I need that. <laughs> That's <laughs> I need so good. The creepy um, the better. You know, Josh, what I would like, and I mean, of course, if, if you don't mind, but could you, like- could you, like, I guess maybe explain to our listeners because I'm sure there's plenty of people listening who are collectors or have, you know, a certain passion about something that like would like to know where did your personal, um, I guess, passion come from, or do you know the origins of, you know, why this is so important to you and, you know, pursuing this as, you know, work and, you know, your own collection and all of that. Uh, for me, well, honestly, <laughs> it start like I like I said, I've always had I've always had them. But what really got me into it, like when I was really little, is I loved I love fashion and I love clothes. My favorite th- my favorite movie of all time is Gone with the Wind. Oh, I fabulous. love the story, but more than anything, I love the gowns. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Those big big gowns and. I saw that when I was a little kid and I've read the, I've read the book probably 10 or 11 times in my life. I absolutely love it. That got me going. I saw the movie when I was like eight or nine fell in love, but what, but that, that started me. But on top of all that, I don't know if you've ever heard of this movie. It's called the best little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, that also got me started when I saw Dolly Parton come down the stairs in that black gap sequin gown, like the gate king popped in. And I, was like, oh. <laughs> I died. And I begged my mom. Every time we went shopping at this local toy store called that used to be here called King Norman's, I would look for gowns that looked like that oh. for my dolls. <laughs> and they never had anything. And so my mom, who like she used to sew all the time, and she would, I, she we would go to the fabric. I would go to the, to the fabric store, and she would buy the patterns, and then we'd sit around and we'd make doll clothes. Oh, oh sweet. that's beautiful! And, and I would want like big, big gowns. <laughs> like make it more dramatic, dolls, mom. <laughs> yeah, every one of my dolls, if they didn't have a ball gown, they had some sort of cape with a <laughs> Yes. And, I love it. I just always think, I always think of the Carol Burnett episode when she does the spoof on Gone with the Wind, and you know when Wind on Gone, yeah, she actually she makes the dress with the the curtains, but she still has the curtain rod like in the back. I love, yeah. (laughs) Did you watch Did you watch Drag Race this week? Uh, The drag queen Utica did a nod to Carol Burnett's uh, Gone with the Wind dress. Really, I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh my god, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen this season yet. she has the she has the um the the curtain rod and everything. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. So you used to sit there. uh, I know they're so fun, right? So you used to oh. sit there, you sit, your mom would make them, and you would want them to be bigger, more dramatic, glamorous. More couture. Yeah. Yes, more yeah. drama. Rhinestones, the tackier, the better. <laughs> um, and then, like, my, 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 my dream came true when I was, 
I can't remember how old I was, but I found in a thrift store an actual Dolly Parton doll from oh. the 70s. Oh, and I had, like, my mom's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I have to make that. I never got the, she never made the gowns that I wanted because it was too expensive, but I, I still have that doll, and that doll was, she couldn't be made today because she'd be vulgar, but. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's I mean, why she, she should be made. <laughs> exactly. She had this teeny tiny waist and just gigantic boobs. And I was like, I love this doll. She's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I love celebrity dolls anyway. They're oh, always yeah. either dead on or tragic as I'll get mm-hmm. out. Uh, Josh, has anyone made an Anna Nicole doll? There were, there was a prototype done right after, well, not right after, but like a year after she died. There was a prototype done by Danbury Mint. There was only one made, and she was, and they were going to make her, but then they pulled back on it because she was too controversial and too Mm. sexual. So like, (laughs) we're not going to do her. They were going to do, uh, yeah, she was, she was, she was pretty too. I've seen pictures of her. And they they did they didn't do it mean. They didn't do like the when she was heavier set. They did it like early in Anna Nicole. Or like guest stage. Yes. Guest yeah. modeling. Yeah. Yes, Dan yeah. Barry Mint. I see you. <laughs> she was really she was really pretty. She was gonna be twenty one inches tall, porcelain, head handed, uh, full breastplate and soft core, but wow. they didn't do it. There's so many prototype celebrity dolls that were never made, like the Kardashians and everything. Wow. Now, like, okay, so if there was one doll that hasn't been made, that's like a prototype. And I mean, granted, like there are plenty of things where if I could get on like a prototype of it and I had the money to acquire such, I would. But um, if there was one that hasn't been made that you would love to own that you know is out there, which one would it be? Oh, that would be the most valuable doll, celebrity doll in the world. And that is the one of a kind prototype Mary Pickford doll. I don't know if you know who Mary Pickford is. Who is that? The name is so familiar and I feel stupid not knowing. She was a night. She was a silent movie actress. Her and Charlie Chaplin created um, the United Artists Association. Oh, okay. And okay. she was called America's Sweetheart, she, even though she was British. Well, you know what's so funny? I just learned like a year or two ago that Charlie Chaplin was British. But oh. I guess I wouldn't know that because he was a silent, silent. movie <laughs> actor. Well, well, see. He did, well, he, did a few, he did a few talkies, but they got him in trouble. He did one talkie and it got him in trouble. Got him kicked out of America. Oh, problematic, huh? Well... He did it as a protest because Charlie Chaplin was Jewish on top of being British. And he did a movie called The Great Dictator where he was flat out making fun of Adolf Hitler. Oh, yes. And, mm-hmm. and our government's like, no, he's a sympathizer. He, he's with Hitler. Oh, okay. And so they ran him up the, rep, the flagpole and he, he truly loved this country. And we kicked him out. And they on, we, he only came, he was only allowed back into our country in the late seventies when they gave him an honorary Academy award. And when he was rolled up to get his Academy award, mm. he got a, a five minute standing ovation. Wow. wow, That's incredible. I mean, what a, uh-huh. what a crazy experience that must've been. I mean, and I they had dolls of him and everything too. <laughs> wow. Is like, um, like, okay. Now this is like macabre, but like, are like murderers or like murder victim dolls like is that a thing like does that exist is there like a is like there, a charles manson are, doll yeah there are but they're more of they're not like sold and you like you have to you have to seek them out 
because okay. they're usually like craft right. dolls or artist dolls. But I've seen like there's a I've seen Charles Charles Manson like stuffed dolls. I've seen a John Wayne Gacy porcelain doll. Oh, oh my wow, God, that's gotta be well, terrifying. Some dark web stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the 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 doll of Charles Manson looked more cartoony. I would imagine so. He wasn't, so. He wasn't so scary. But the John Wayne Gacy doll, that was terrifying. Oh, my God. I know. Well, he because pretty... his, head, his head would turn around. Like, oh. he, he looked like he, he looked like a normal clown. He looked like him in full like clown drag. And then you turn her head around, and he got he had this sinister smile. <laughs> and you could put a knife, a magnetic knife in his hand. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Oh, my <laughs> like, that God. That is terrifying. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I know. It's, it's kind of awesome. I love how creative people are. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I've seen, like, the, the most disturbing one I've ever seen. Like, And it was, a, it, was, it was a doll diorama, and it was at a... It was at a doll convention years and years ago in L.A., and they actually had to take it off of to being displayed because people were so offended. Someone made a <laughs> diorama of the Tate murders. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. See, I knew Josh yeah. would know this. Oh, my God. And I saw it, and I was like, this is interesting. I'm like, creative dark yeah like we're, at a, we're at a doll convention. Like, this big, this big diorama is right next to, like, a baby, a baby doll, and then there's like blood and gore. <laughs> and whoever, whoever made it, whoever made it was very, very detail oriented. Wow! And, and I was like, oh, oh, we're like, they oh, got wow, and everything. Like, wow, is that is that Sharon's actual? Ba- did they do the baby? Oh, wow! Okay. <laughs> they did. Oh, stop it! They and did. They, oh. they, 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 they oh, used the pregnant, they used the pregnant midge doll to oh. make her. Oh, oh stop my, oh, my god. Wow. I'm like, that's just tasteful. I wish like, I could oh, see this. Well, okay. I'm, like, I'm kind of a dumpster fire when it comes to being creepy, but that's too much. You're <laughs> like, that's another level. You're like, even like I'm judging this right now. Yeah. So, I, yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of like reminds me of this thing. And I know we're going in a lot of different places, but it stays in the dark category. Like, I think back in the day before they would do like, um, like I guess the murder scene investigations that they do today, they would create dioramas right. and they oh, would, yeah. right. And they would use figures. And I know our beloved, um, our, our Jesus, John Waters, um, he narrated a documentary about it. I think it was called of dolls and murder and it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was I've fa- seen it. You've I've, seen I've, it. I've seen I've seen uh, at, in San Francisco. I live pretty close to there. Mm. They have—I forget the name of the woman, but it was like in the 1930s or 40s. Mm-hmm. She made dollhouse dioramas of murder, of like crime scenes and murders. Yeah, oh, to help cool. people and solve I, them, right, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, to solve them. And they had—they did a—they did a traveling display of them, and they came to San Francisco. <gasps> A long time ago, and I got to see him in person. And that is so cool. They had, like a, they had a description of everything. I was like, "This is so cool." That I is amazing. This. I love this it. Is so weird. I love it. Wow, you're so cool, Josh. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could do like we could do a million episodes with you, really. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, is I always tell people like all things can be linked back to dolls in some way, shape, or form. Dolls have been around for, you know, over 3,000 years. The, the oldest doll known in history, it was found in, 
some cave somewhere, I think in like a, a mine cave or something. And they qualify her as a doll because she has moved, the doll had moving parts, but no facial features. Whoa. But, you know, all things can be linked back to them from celebrities to pop culture That's to a... even murder things. Yeah. Like even people you'd never think had dolls, had dolls like OJ Simpson. He had an official OJ oh. Simpson doll. Oh my God. Did he have the little gloves? I hope he must have. No, it was before the murders. It was. It oh, was never mind. Oh God! See, I, mean, I go, I go right for the awful things. I'm sorry, Josh. We have like two I people. I think people turn the OJ Simpson doll into the killer OJ. Oh, okay. There we go. See, I wasn't so too far fine. off. That's. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, I mean, my one of my favorite dolls that I've still been looking for is a Lizzie Borden doll. <laughs> oh my God! I wish her house went up for sale not too long ago. Really? Her house was. Both of her houses are up for sale right now. Both of them? Oh, she was in a, a she mogul. Was, wow. Oh, my God. She had the normal, original house, the murder house, and then she had one called Mycroft. Oh. And that was after that was after her her parents were allegedly murdered by her. And that's where she, after she changed her name, that's where she lived. Same town. Oh. But she changed her name, lived there, and she died in that house. That's where she spent her inheritance money. Mm. Good for her. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Josh. Her half of it, her half of the money. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, she had a sister, right? Or Yeah, her sister moved after the trial, and she never saw her sister again. Oh, oh. well... I hope she didn't end up dead like the parents, but you know. <laughs> I mean, even the even the um, the Queen Elizabeth the ship over in Dockton, Long Beach, that's for sale now. Oh my God! The oh. the owner, the original owners, they filed for bankruptcy and they're putting uh, they're putting it up for sale. Oh wow! I love that. I love that so much. You know, I'm always very disappointed when I see that all these murder houses get knocked down. But you know, I guess you know. I don't know, you know, salt of the earth, blah, 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 something like that. I don't know oh, these I know. things. <laughs> I went to high school. I, I don't know if you, if you got, if it reached the news all the way over there, but years ago, have you ever heard of the Lacey Peterson murders? Of course. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. <laughs> I, that happened right here in my town. I went to high oh. school with her and I, I lived about two blocks <gasps> away from her. Oh my Stop God. It. Oh, Josh. Did you, you just signed, you just her? signed yourself up for another you, episode of Bizarre oh Buffet. Don't give her listeners all of that. I went to high school that. with her. She... She was a bully. Honestly, she was a bully. She Stop. picked on me. Oh, she had it coming. Oh, okay. My, oh my goodness. No. Oh <laughs> my god. Salacious. My words, not yours. I've had people say that. Like, are you glad she's dead? I'm like, no, I'm not glad. The way he like, did it was horrible. Like, oh yeah. It, it could have been more humane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh and my. The house, the house still stands. Like the current owners, um, they renovated it. And now you can Airbnb it oh, and do like some investigations there and stuff. Okay, if we come into town, we're going to do yeah. um, a live recording. Josh is coming over yeah. live from the Lacey <laughs> Peterson house. I love it. Oh, that would be fun. Right? Oh, my God. Well, Josh, listen, you have been such a delight, truly. I have enjoyed every minute of talking to you. I want to yes. have 9,000 more episodes with you, if you'll have it. We don't have a budget oh, yeah. yet, but in the future. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, Josh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah, you're a really, really cool person. And we would like everyone to, I mean, follow Josh. He's um, a fascinating individual. He has a great collection um and yeah 
anybody has any questions or mm-hmm. wants any help with dolls, I'm always happy to help. If I try to help people, I, you know, if, I, if they can't afford it, I just help them out and tell them what they need to do. So. All right. Very cool. So if you need something restored, perhaps, or, you know, if you're looking for some advice, Josh is most definitely your guy to get in touch with. Um, I would, I would absolutely entrust him. Josh, what's your Instagram handle again for everybody? It's my full name, Josh Matthews, 3867. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much, Josh. And we hope to have you on in the near future to talk about more fun things. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, thank you for your time. Bye, Josh. Oh my God. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Wow. What a great gem. Oh, my God. I I can't wait for the Lacey Peter episode. The Lacey Lacey Peterson Peterson episode. episode. Oh, my God. He's bizarre buffet royalty. He is. Oh, my goodness. He's him and and Kyle Coons. Yes. Oh, my God. Josh Matthews and Kyle Coons. Hollow Eve. That's how you do it. That's everybody. why I love doing this show with you guys because we can interact with like some of the coolest people. I know. And that, yeah. and and that's it. You know, we love having people on who have a passion, a love, a desire, you know, and that's part of what makes this so great is that we get to have these people exactly. on and embrace them and talk about it. And, and we're like, still looking for an adult baby. We are still yeah, looking Jesus for an Christ. adult it's baby. Like the holy Can grail. someone just oh my God. fucking get us an adult baby? Yeah. Yeah. I know. We are good reading. We will oh, give you. We will give you a moment, a platform to speak. We'll ask you real questions. My God. But any hoodle, everybody. Well, kids. Here we go. Sit down. Be quiet. Be quiet. Follow us on Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. And Jen, what's our Facebook page? Bizarre Buffet. Bizarre Buffet. And what's our Patreon? It's patreon.com slash Bizarre Buffet. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can find us. You can find all the beautiful packages with Jen Wilson being the third package. It's not a date, but it's a photo, a glamour shot of her. It's a glamour shot. We still don't know what the pose will be, but it will be a glamour shot. It will be a glamour shot. And, um, you know, in the meantime, um, my name is Susan Sarandon. And I'm Vivica A. Fox. Oh, and I'm Lacey Peterson. Oh, wow. Thanks for listening to Bizarre Thanks Buffet. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.